Good morning. Today is Friday, September 2nd, 2022. Before we begin, I just want to mention that this coming week I will be away, so we will not be studying together Sunday through Thursday, both in the morning and Thursday evening, but we will meet again with God's help a week from today, Friday, September 9th. One of the great Hasidic masters, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev, the Berdichev Rebbe, wrote a very important work on the Torah called Kedushas Levi. And he gives advice on how to ensure that we will be judged favorably on Rosh Hashanah, the Day of Judgment. And the advice comes from the beginning of our Torah portion, the Parsha of Shoftim. Our Parsha begins, Shoftim v'shotrim titen l'cha. You should appoint for yourself Shoftim, judges, v'shotrim, and guards. You should establish judges and guards. V'shoftu esa'am mishpat tzedek and you should judge the people with righteousness, charitably. In other words, Rebbe Yitzchak explains, God is telling us, especially as we approach Rosh Hashanah, because we always read this Torah portion just shortly before Rosh Hashanah, Shoftim v'shotrim titen l'cha, you will appoint the judge who will judge you on Rosh Hashanah, we will appoint how we will be judged on Rosh Hashanah. We will appoint, we will determine what sort of judgment we will receive on Rosh Hashanah. In order to do that, we should judge others righteously, favorably, charitably. When we judge another charitably and favorably, we will also be judged by God charitably and favorably. Listen to the words of Kedush HaSlevi. Atah you yourself, I myself, each of us will determine the sort of judgment that we will receive on Rosh Hashanah, depending on how we judge others. So I heard this story from Rabbi Melech Biederman. There was a rabbi who was born and raised in Yemen, a Yemenite Jew, who moved to Israel, and he started a yeshiva. And the yeshiva was successful. So once he traveled to New York to raise funds for his yeshiva, and he met a man in New York, a wealthy Jewish man, and met with him to ask for a donation for his yeshiva. And they met at a yeshiva a study hall of Torah study in Brooklyn, New York, which was just next door to this man's office. 
So the rabbi told this man his story. The man was impressed. And the man agreed to give a generous donation to this rabbi. And the man said to the rabbi, wait for me here just for a few minutes. I'll go back to my office, which is just next door, and I'll write you a check. I'll be right back. You wait here. So the rabbi is sitting there. He's waiting for a few minutes, and he opens a Gemara. He opens a volume of the Talmud, and he starts to study Torah while he's waiting for this man. The man comes back in in a few minutes, and he says, forget it. I'm not giving you anything. And the rabbi says, why? What happened? What? 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 Just a minute ago, you said you were going to give a donation. Why did you change your mind? What happened? And the man said to this rabbi, because I see you're a faker. You're a con man. I just came back in and I see that you're sitting there studying Talmud, but you have the volume upside down. The book is upside down. Obviously, you're not a real rabbi. You don't even know which way to hold the Jewish book. You're a liar and a thief, and I'm not giving you anything. So the rabbi says to this man, please, if you'll just wait for a moment and let me explain. I was born and raised in Yemen. The Jews of Yemen suffered from terrible poverty for generations. There was no money for Hebrew books when I was a child. So the teacher had one book, one safer, one volume. And he would teach all of us from that one volume. So we would sit in a circle with the book in the middle. And he would teach us. And so we all learn to read upside down in sideways. I read Hebrew upside down, sideways, back and forth, just like you read right side up. In fact, I could read faster upside down than you can read right side up. And he showed him. They each took the sa- a copy of the same volume of the Talmud. The man's holding it right side up. The rabbi's holding it upside down. They start reading, and the rabbi's reading it faster than this man. And this man was astounded. And he started to cry. He cried out of amazement at the devotion of generations and centuries of Yemenite Jews who, despite terrible poverty and suffering, clung to God and his Torah, studying and observing with faithfulness and reverence. And he cried at misjudging this holy rabbi. He cried at realizing that he had failed to judge another favorably. Now, of course, we have the right to ask. If we see something unusual like that, we're allowed to ask. It's interesting. Can you tell me why you're holding the book upside down? And, of course, if the person is actually faking, then to respond. Yes, of course. But don't rush to judgment. Don't assume a negative interpretation of what you see. First, because all too often you'll be wrong. And second, 
you will be judged by God the same way you judge others. Shovtim v'shotrim titen lecha. You, we, each of us will determine how we are judged on Rosh Hashanah. V'shavtu If we judge others favorably, then God will do the same for us. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and a wonderful Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.